Hey everyone, do you want to start an online business this year? Well, I've been doing online business and search engine optimization for over six years, and now I want to share what I've learned with you. So if you want to get your online business off the ground, whether it's just a side hustle, or maybe you want to quit your job eventually and make it a full-time thing, well, I'm going to teach you everything that I know. If you want one-on-one -on -one training, click the first link down below in the description, sign up for the one-on-one -on -one training so we can really get you started and get your online business off the ground. Again, first link down below in the description. Now, let's get into the podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back again to the Marketing Edge podcast with Scott Leventon. This podcast episode, we're going to go over how to use social media for your real estate marketing, whether you're a real estate agent, real estate investor, real estate wholesaler, whatever your role is in real estate, you do need to be on social media uh, for a number of different reasons. So in this episode, that's what we're going to cover. Let's dive right in. So first we want to get started and just using social media for real estate marketing. Well, why do you want to use social media at all? Well, especially for real estate, social media is great for sharing things like listings, um, you know, other like information, whether you're having an event like an open house, um, things like that. Just social media is really good for and especially for a lot of other real estate related things. Um, so let's go over just each platform. So Facebook, Facebook is really good for advertising listings. Um, if you're looking for something specific as a buyer, you can post on Facebook. You can post in a lot of different relevant Facebook groups. You can say exactly what you're looking for, and someone will probably be able to connect you uh, with someone who can help you. So, for example, if I'm in Philadelphia, the way I would want to use Facebook for real estate is not only just doing content marketing on Facebook, but joining Facebook groups. So Facebook groups, there's a lot of different Facebook groups out there and a lot for real estate. And there are great ways to network with other people, other agents, other investors. There's like wholesaling groups, there's flipping groups. And just Facebook is a great way to kind of meet other real estate professionals, connect with them, network with them, you know, give them referrals, they give you referrals. This is kind of how it all starts. And it starts with marketing on Facebook and joining relevant Facebook groups. So we're going to get back to the social media platforms, but just what is the importance of social media? Well, especially for real estate, things are just starting to become digital. Everything's kind of just shifting towards digital. You know, people are buying homes digitally. You can buy a home on Zillow, like right online, I believe. Um, you can qualify for a mortgage right online. You can, you know, do a lot of things digitally and just social media every day. People are signing up for social media. More and more real estate agents and real estate professionals are joining social media. So you have to kind of adapt with the times and you need to um, also prioritize social media. Um, in other words, you know, you kind of have to follow the herd on this one. If the herd is on social media, you have to, you know, follow the herd and kind of meet that demand. And you have to be social, especially in the real estate industry. So that's why having a strong online presence not only is good just for your personal brand, but it can help with business. It can bring in more leads if you have a strong online presence, um, whatever your business is in real estate. Um, being active on social media and having a strong online presence can help you um, basically grow your business in addition to networking and doing all those other things with other people. So we want to move on and we want to move on to understanding the different social media platforms. So like I did go over Facebook, Facebook is really effective for joining Facebook groups, like I mentioned. Um, doesn't really matter what your role is in real estate, but Facebook groups is where it's at, especially for real estate. There are so many different real estate groups in, on Facebook, and they all, um, like if you're, they all are in different locations. So if you're in Sacramento or San Francisco or 
Spokane, Washington. You can type in Spokane, Washington real estate, and more than likely there's going to be some type of real estate related group in Spokane, Washington. And this goes for pretty much any major real estate market or even not even a major market. Just like in local places, uh, we focus on the United States, but it does happen elsewhere. But local cities, you know, in the United States, they a lot of them all have Facebook groups that you can join and that you can network with other people. So Facebook, in addition to, you know, doing daily posting on social media like Facebook, um, Facebook is really good for Facebook groups. And if you're not in any Facebook groups, you're really missing out, especially if you're trying to use social media for business. You got to start joining some Facebook groups. And um, yeah, that's where it's at. If you want to use Facebook for business, got to join those Facebook groups and engage with other people. So let's move on to Instagram. Um, so Instagram is really good for real estate agents and investors who have like nice properties to show off. Um, it's especially good if you're in like the luxury market. Um, Instagram just lends itself pretty well to luxury photos, you know, of big houses, whatever it might be. Um, Instagram just lends itself very well to high quality photography. So if you're involved in real estate, you definitely want to be on Facebook and Facebook groups. Um, but the second place you want to be is definitely Instagram, especially if you have like high quality photos. Um, you know, if you're posting low quality photos that like honestly you look at and like you don't you wouldn't really engage with them. You're not going to have much success on Instagram. You do need to have high quality photography if you do want to be successful on Instagram. Now, Instagram is also good for networking because you can leave comments. You can engage with other people. You can also use Instagram for business purposes, such as advertising listings. So if you if you have your phone around you, you want to type in on Instagram, my name, Scott Leventon. When you type in my name, uh, my profile will come up. You'll be able to find me pretty quickly. So type in Scott Leventon, and then you can see on my business profile, um, I have different listings that I advertise for my clients on my Instagram story highlights. So if you find my Instagram, you'll see that I have highlights on my, it's called story highlights, where you can just click on it, and then it shows you like stories that I uploaded in the past. So I have listings from New Jersey, California, um, Florida. So I have actual listings on my Instagram story highlights. So when people visit my Instagram, uh, which I can track how many people do every month, they will see my Instagram story highlights. And if they watch one of the highlights and they see that a, um, like a listing is advertised, uh, depending on you know what their role is, but they could be potentially interested in that listing. Um, so it's just you get a lot of eyeballs on your Instagram profile and then you can advertise for yourself or if you have clients to advertise for, which is what I do. So Instagram uh, is the number two place you want to be. Again, great for high quality photos, great for engaging with other people. It's great for growing a following. And if you can have like an Instagram following and you get people reaching out, you can actually get leads from Instagram. So Facebook one, Instagram two. Number three, I would say LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is really important because a lot of real estate agents are on LinkedIn, kind of just like with Facebook and Instagram. Um, like you can just find real estate agents on LinkedIn. So that's kind of where you might want to focus your efforts. So bottom line, where you can find, say like your target, whatever your target market is or your target customer, wherever they, you can, like wherever they hang out, that's where you want to be, at least for advertising. That's something we learned in entrepreneurship, like even that term, like you want to find where they hang out. So figuratively speaking, they're hanging out on Facebook, Instagram, hanging out on LinkedIn. So this is where it's the best places to kind of get in touch with people involved in real estate. So 
LinkedIn um, has a really good advertising platform. Now, you should know that LinkedIn advertising is more expensive than Facebook and Instagram uh, for a number of different reasons. But um, just know that if you want to do advertising on LinkedIn, um, it's going to cost you. And there's no guarantees that you actually, you know, get the desired result of what you're advertising for. So something to keep in mind. But LinkedIn, um, just great for getting in front of people in real estate because everyone has their job title. Everyone has their listed company. And I say everyone, but not everyone. Really more like 80 to 90 percent of people involved in real estate, I would say, are on LinkedIn. So it's a great place to network. Um, it's a great place to, yeah, again, kind of just um, get some eyes on your profile, maybe try to build an online presence. You can upload articles, um, say like you wrote a blog about, you know, current state of the real estate market, you can upload it on LinkedIn. It actually does increase your SEO score where you, you can actually start ranking your LinkedIn profile on Google. So it's funny, I actually typed in my name, a little sidebar, I typed my name in on Google and it the first thing that came up was my LinkedIn profile, um, which is pretty cool because I actually did upload articles that were ranking well for SEO and now my LinkedIn is the number one thing that comes up when I type my name. Um, so just, um, yeah, just a little sidebar on how LinkedIn can actually be pretty effective. Um, moving on, we're gonna touch on YouTube. Um, YouTube is really good for real estate also because um, a lot of people are on YouTube and a lot of people watch YouTube videos that are, you know, investors and people involved in real estate. A lot of them are on YouTube watching, you know, tutorials, whether you're a house flipper or you're watching a video on wholesaling or about advertising as a real estate agent, whatever it is. Um, a lot of people involved in real estate are on social media, specifically YouTube. So it's a great place to be. And um, it's a great place to produce content, especially the short form. Um, and when you produce the short form for like the YouTube shorts, uh, you can repurpose that content on Instagram reels, um, TikTok, and wherever else, you know, Facebook reels, wherever else you can post short form content. Um, you can post it on YouTube and YouTube has really good analytics, kind of better than a lot of all the other platforms. Um, so you can use that, those analytics and kind of, you know, tailor your YouTube approach to that. Um, I actually did work with a real estate uh, investment company out of uh, Wayne, Pennsylvania. And um, they actually use YouTube like very frequently. They in invest a lot of money in their YouTube video production. And they just make um, like basically videos on like the best places to live in Pennsylvania. They just make videos of that. And they said they get consistent leads just from YouTube. And now it's important to know you don't need like a million subscribers to see success on YouTube. You know, unless you're going to make videos like Mr. Beast, like his, his videos like cater towards like a mass media, like a mass audience, I should say. While if you're just making content for your real estate business, uh, it's not going to appeal to the mass mass uh, audience. So you need to know that and you need to not really care about the vanity metrics like number of subscribers because it's actually irrelevant. If you're getting consistent leads, um, the views and the subscribers, that doesn't really matter and it's just a vanity metric. So don't focus on you know the views, the subscribers, the everything with YouTube. Just keep making content. Keep doing what you do. Keep spreading your knowledge. Repurpose your content for TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, you should be good to go. And that's how you kind of use uh, YouTube for real estate. Now, I want to touch on Twitter. In my experience, Twitter, I haven't really had success like for the real estate industry. Um, now, this could just be maybe I focused my efforts on the others, so I didn't really give Twitter all that much of a chance. I just don't feel like people on Twitter are like the people that I want to target in the real estate industry. Just my opinion. I don't think that 
quote unquote, like I was saying, how they hang out. I don't think these the people I want to talk to, I don't think they hang out on Twitter. And I just don't think it's a very effective way to reach them. So you might have a different experience if you're active on Twitter. Maybe you you already are getting leads. So um, that's not to say Twitter is uh, worthless. But in my experience, it's not the platform that I want to focus on. So we're going to move on and we're going to talk about building a strong social media profile on each platform. And the reason that you want to build a strong social media profile is because when people come across your platform, or I'm sorry, your profile, like you ideally will be engaging with other people in a positive manner. So when people come across your social media profile, you want it to be professional, you want it to be compelling, you want it to, you know, make it look like you do know what you're doing, because obviously you do. And uh, you want your social media profile to accurately reflect, you know, what you want to portray into the into the world, you know, into the online world. Um, You want it to accurately represent your brand. So if you're a real estate agent in Miami, you know, and you specialize in luxury listings, you want your profile to kind of, um, you know, represent your brand that you do the luxury. Um, Maybe you don't do the luxury listings, but maybe say you're in Boise, Idaho, and you're, you know, the number one real estate team in Boise, Idaho. Well, you want your profile to um, kind of, yeah, again, represent what your brand is, you know, that you do specialize in a specific market in Boise, Idaho. And of course, these are just examples. Um, So you can obviously, um, you know, take these, like I said, Boise, Idaho, you can just substitute your city and, you know, you want to accurately represent your brand and so that it speaks to your target audience. So here's some tips on optimizing your profile. I recommend we're going to start with Instagram because Instagram is probably, again, number two place to be. Facebook groups are number one, but Instagram, just engaging with other people, I think is the second most important thing you can do. Um, So if you want to see how to optimize the profile, you want to look at my Instagram, my business Instagram, that's just at Scott Leventon. Um, You see that how I optimize my profile. So definitely check out my Instagram. But basically, you want it to be very easy to read. And I think the best way to structure your Instagram profile is just to have like three or four emojis and then just kind of like a line explaining something. So you'll have to see what my profile looks like. But basically, I say who I am, what I do, what I can offer, and then how to get started. So there's always it's you can kind of follow that like template. But one common theme in a good, strong social media profile is a call to action. So You might hear people say CTA. CTA stands for call to action. You want to guide the people that visit your social media profile. You want to guide them to a conversion, basically, or an action. And that action would be clicking the link in your bio, sending them a DM, emailing them. Whatever that CTA, that call to action is, it just gets them to take that action, whatever the action you want them to take. Um, so the reason you want to do this, you want to direct them to an action to basically get started in your sales funnel or to start any other process, uh, but typically your sales funnel. And the reason you want to get them in your sales funnel is because think of a funnel. The funnel is very wide at the top and then it it narrows down as it gets towards the bottom of the funnel, right? So you want to get people in your email marketing funnel and sales funnel because especially if you're selling a high ticket service or maybe like real estate and you're maybe say offering like a course or maybe like a seminar or something, people might not be ready to buy on the first touch point. So if you get them in your sales funnel and just get them in the door with like a free offer or whatever it might be, 
um, or like getting them to take that action and you get them in your sales funnel, um, you can continue to market to them because again, they might not be ready to buy on your first touch point. So you can continue to market these to these people if they're in your sales funnel, typically through an email opt-in. So back to my Instagram profile, my call to action. So I, I give um, like a, an arrow pointing down to the link in my bio. And that link is basically just to my website. Um, I'm going to be changing the call to action and probably to like an email opt-in form or something. But right now, I think I just have it my website, um, just my company website. So if they want to do business with me, um, they can check out my company website, see what we're about, see some testimonials some, from some past clients. And um, yeah, so that's what you really want to do, building that social media profile. Now, another important um, part of your social media profile is your profile picture. Uh, believe it or not, I mean, you might not really think about this, but the profile picture is one of the most important parts of the profile. Because if you don't really have an accurate profile picture or say it's like a bad photo of you, or it's a photo of you, you know, in Cabo drinking on the beach or something like that, it's going to show the wrong image. And especially if you're in the real estate industry, you need to portray the right image and then the image that people will want to work with you. So your profile picture, you want to find something that's clear. It's clearly you. Ideally, if you're making like a professional, um, like social media, Instagram um, page, you want it to be a professional photo. So um, if you have like a headshot for your real estate company or just like a recent headshot, or maybe you were at a speaking event, just like something that's clearly it's you, it kind of shows that you are professional in some way or another. Um, so you want that, that, yeah, again, to optimize your profile picture. Now, another thing is the bio. And that's kind of the, how I was saying, like the three or four emojis and kind of like in list form. Um, other people, they don't do the, the three or four emojis and they still have very high converting, um, I guess you could say like profiles to get people in their sales funnel. Um, so there's no one size fits all. And um, there's, there's, yeah, there's a lot of different ways you can optimize your profile. Um, you can use hashtags. I don't really think hashtags belong in like an Instagram bio, um, but I could be wrong. Um, but like LinkedIn, for example, LinkedIn has a very different strategy for like your bio than Instagram, obviously. So I follow a structure that was actually given to me in a book uh, called like LinkedIn Riches and like how to make money on LinkedIn. And uh, the guy who wrote it, he recommended like a simple format in your bio, especially if you're offering like services. Um, so if you want to check that out, check out my LinkedIn, just type Scott Leventon on LinkedIn and you'll be able to find um, what my LinkedIn profile looks like. So YouTube is also a little bit different. Uh, you want to make sure like your, your YouTube channel and your YouTube page is optimized. So if you have a YouTube channel, you have like a cover image. When someone views your YouTube channel, you can make like a cover image. So you want to make sure that's optimized. You want to make sure that looks nice. Um, I have, a, I think that mine looks good. So if you want to check me out on YouTube and you want to see that cover image, uh, check me out on YouTube. And um, yeah, that's really it for just creating a strong social media profile. Again, you want to make sure it's strong and converting and gets them to take an action typically, at least on Instagram, not necessarily on YouTube, but generally speaking, you want to include a call to action um, and get people in your sales funnel. So we're going to move on. But before we move on, I actually want you to click the link down below in the description um, because it's going to be a link to my link tree. And this has all of the free trainings that I have to offer you. 
Um, so if you need want like a free training on like how to use Instagram for uh, real estate marketing, I have a free training on that. So you will want to click that first link down below in the description. It's going to be a link to my link tree and it will take you to the link tree where you'll be able to see everything that I have to offer. You'll get exclusive content for the podcast and also, again, these free trainings. Um, the most popular training is my Instagram training. It's a 15 minute training that you can do. Um, just again, 15 minutes, and it shows you how to grow a following on Instagram, how to engage with other people, how to set appointments through Instagram, and really how to build a following, how to get people to follow you, how to get them to engage with your content. So if you want to learn how to do all of that with Instagram, uh, you'll want to check out the first link down below. It is the link tree, and it will take you to my link tree where you'll see all my links and specifically the Instagram training. Now, if you want other trainings, and I actually have a training on using ChatGPT. So if you don't know about ChatGPT, it's basically an artificial intelligence machine learning software where you can basically enter um, like a query into it, and then it will kind of give you back information depending on what you say. So using ChatGPT, especially if you're uh, in real estate and doing like social media, um, ChatGPT can actually be very helpful. So I have a free training on ChatGPT. Um, it's really created a lot of like a bit of a buzz in the, the online marketing world. Um, so you may have heard of ChatGPT, but if you haven't really used it, it can actually be very helpful. So again, you're going to want to click that link tree, the first link down below my, to my link tree, you'll see all of the free trainings. And again, they're totally free. I just wanted to kind of give you guys at least like a start on how to do all of this and how to really get it, especially Instagram. I think my Instagram training is really helpful that uh, you'll learn how to build a following pretty quickly. So we're going to move on and we're going to get to engaging, creating engaging content. So there's different types of content that you can um, like con uh, produce uh, if you're doing like marketing for real estate. And I like to stick with Instagram and Facebook because again, uh, real estate lends itself well, especially to real estate. Um, and yeah, it's just really good to just post, you know, like these beautiful photos of homes and things like that. So there's different types of content you want to create. So if you want to prioritize Instagram reels, um, Instagram and Facebook reels, and just short form content in general, but especially Instagram. Um, Instagram is heavily pushing reels. So you, if they're heavily pushing reels, this means you want to, you know, jump on the kind of bandwagon and uh, you want to be making reels. Now you want to, it's like to stand out because you want to stand out. You want to get more views. So you have to pick a way to like stand out. So like if you have like a nice car or something, I would probably film your reels in front of the nice car or if you know someone with a nice car because um, like that's how you can stand out unless because like I used to film reels like in my bedroom and it wasn't the best backdrop. So like I wasn't really able to stand out, I guess you could say like I wasn't really standing out just like in my bedroom creating reels in my opinion and the reels weren't getting that many views. Um, honestly, they weren't getting that many. I was getting views, but nothing was like basically blowing up or anything. Um, so I had to kind of change my um, approach. I was filming outside. I was filming in front of my house. I'm going to start filming in front of different cars and to kind of see if there's a difference. Um, but so that's the one type of content that you want to focus on is like the short form video content um, because it's looking like all signs are pointing towards short form video just becoming more and more popular. So if short form video is in style, you know, you got to create short form video. Now, I recommend if you can do one post a day, um, one like real one short form and then one like regular photo on Instagram. 
Um, Instagram really likes the accounts that put out like the the new content and like continually put out new content. Um, so it sounds like a lot to post like two video reels a day. Um, it sounds like a lot and it could be a little overwhelming, but the best thing about doing social media and reels and short form content is that you can film everything in like one day. And then if you want to change clothes, so it's not like you're, you're wearing the same thing in all of your reels, you can film all of the reels in one day and then just spread it out over the course of like the next couple weeks or month or whatever. Um, if you just spend like two hours filming, just like the short form videos under a minute long and you send it to a video editor. Um, I can, I actually work with one for $5 and edit and I send it to the video editor. They edit everything. They match the sound up and uh, it's just pretty easy to do. So you want to prioritize the, the reels and posting it probably around two times per day. If you can't do two times per day, you can spread it out. I would recommend at least every other day. You just have to be active and you just have to put out a lot of content and you can't expect like one reel to blow up. Because the way with like how TikTok works, and I've done TikTok and I've seen this firsthand, is that you have to put out like a lot of videos and then hope that like one out of 10 like kind of blows up um, if you're lucky. So that's kind of the strategy on TikTok and basically all the other short form um, social medias as well. You just have to put out a lot of content and you just have to keep just putting it out the content, hope some do well. And if one does blow up, you just got to keep doing it. Even if one blows up, you have to still keep putting videos out. And that's just the strategy. So other types of content you can create include, again, the listings. So like if you have a lot of Instagram followers, you can advertise your own listings or other people's listings on your stories. So again, if you have a lot of followers, you can see how many people like view your Instagram story. And you can like go to other agents or yourself and you can say, well, I have 500 people in my area that are viewing the story. If I advertise my newest listing, maybe it will generate some buzz. Now, there's no guarantees that you're going to find a buyer or whatever. If you just advertise a listing, there's no guarantees. Um, however, it could be a way to make money. If you have a lot of followers, you can advertise other people's listings. Um, you can kind of see if it works, see if like the people that you advertise are getting results, if people are actually buying it like buying homes from your Instagram. So you want to see if they're actually doing that and if they're getting results. And it's just another avenue that you could potentially do. So other engaging content that you can do, again, I would prioritize the short form video, but you can do like market updates. So say like you're in, we'll say Raleigh, North Carolina, and maybe something just happened um, in the market, like say interest rates were like just hiked up or something like that you could make like a short form video or a social media post about like the market update and how this might affect your market and maybe some tips on, you know, what homeowners can do. And you kind of just give it your own spin and you can create content on that. And again, like another thing you can do is like industry news. If you want to create content about the news in the industry, um, it's really good for social media. And then creating visual content, you want to create visually appealing content that kind of stands out among all the other kind of things that people see on social media. So using high quality photos and videos is super important. And then I also recommend using a platform called Canva. So Canva, I call it just an easier version of Photoshop. So if you're familiar with Photoshop, it's like a graphic design tool that you can use to you know, put together photos and social media graphics. Um, but Canva actually has been around for a little while. Um, so it's, it's newer than Photoshop, but I wouldn't call it new. Canva has been around, but 
Um, I just like Canva because it's just so easy to create like all these like different like templates and then you just like switch out the wording to make it like look good for like whatever you're advertising. But Canva has so many different templates. So if you want to use Canva, uh, I should have a link in my link tree. So again, it's that first link down below in the description. You'll find a link to Canva. And uh, Canva is just really good if you want to create like visually appealing photos and videos um, just for your social media, especially the short form video. Uh, I actually really recommend Canva for video editing. You, know, you may really only think of Canva for like photos, but it's actually very effective for video editing and they have a lot of different uh, templates also. Um, so visually appealing content, highly recommend Canva. There will be a link down below if you want to sign up for Canva. Um, it's super cheap too. There's a free program. You can use it for free and get limited features. Um, but if you want like all the templates that they have to offer, it's $12.99 a month, which isn't bad. Um, so you can use my link down below if you want to sign up for Canva. So moving on, other tips on how to create like visually appealing um, like graphics, I guess you could say, is using a video editor. And having like, if you have seen like TikToks or Instagram reels with like the subtitles on the video itself, um, it's actually a really good way to keep people engaged. And um, yeah, so you can use that. You can use video editors. Um, they're pretty cheap. You can just get a video editor on like a site like Upwork and they will edit all your videos for you, all the short form. And if you want to edit like longer videos, you can do that too. Um, but it's really effective for short form video. So we're going to move on. We're going to keep going and we're going to cover on how to build a following. And again, I want you to click that first link down below, click my link tree and then find the Instagram training. Um, I show you everything you need to know on how to like build an actual following um, on social media. So if you want to learn how to do it on Instagram specifically, first link down below is the link to the link tree. Find that Instagram training. Sign up for that training. Again, 15 minutes, and it will show you how to build a following. Um, it's super simple. It's super quick. And using the strategies that I do to follow accounts, to engage with accounts, I show you what to comment on different accounts. So you can make, leave comments. You can get engagement, and then people will actually DM you and want to talk with you. Um, so it's just a really good way to just get leads and to build a following with that Instagram training. So first link down below. Click that first link to the link tree. Find the Instagram training. Sign up for that and you'll learn how to build a following on Instagram specifically. Now, if you wanted to do YouTube, and I recommend YouTube for anyone involved in real estate, but building a following on YouTube is a lot different than building a following on like Facebook and Instagram. So building a following on YouTube, again, you have to make a lot of videos. Um, you have to get to like your first 50 videos, honestly, before like you can expect to really get any like traction. So just think about that. You have to make 50 videos on YouTube, which is a lot. And YouTube isn't like the podcast where I can plug a microphone in and I can talk and I can upload the podcast. But YouTube, there's a whole production factor involved with YouTube and it's not easy to get started with YouTube. So there's a different strategy on YouTube and TikTok. Like it just, it all varies. It's not all the same strategy, but YouTube could be the best one if you can like build a following. And again, it doesn't really matter what the, like the, the subscriber count or the view count. But if you can build even a small following and convert your audience, um, you can make a lot of money off of YouTube and not like directly off of YouTube, but like from your YouTube activities, this could like generate leads and YouTube can just actually be very effective for, for business, especially real estate. So we're going to keep moving on. And what about measuring your success? So there's a lot of tools that you can use 
to really measure and reflect on your success and what your efforts are. Because if you want to do marketing for real estate, it, just in general, regardless of your role, you're going to need some like metrics and how to kind of track if you're successful and if your marketing efforts are really you know getting any results. So I recommend using different metrics like on social media. So YouTube, for example, they have really good analytics where you can see where your audience is located, um, you know, what their tendencies are, you know, male, female, um, the ages that they have. So you can use all of these tools, especially social media tools, to kind of see if your um, your efforts are working, like I said. And now Instagram, they have a really good interface where you can see like over time how many people like are visiting your page, um, if it's like the if it's trending up or down like month to month. And uh, Instagram just has some really good analytics for like creators and businesses that use Instagram for uh, for business purposes. So other tips on how to use social media analytics to track the metrics such as engagement, reach and conversions. Well, it's typically just the metrics that they give you. Um, one tool that you can actually use is called Social Blade. So if you have a larger following, sometimes it shows up on this Social Blade account. Um, so check the link tree uh, for a link to Social Blade. It will be in my link tree. So just recommend clicking that first link down below in the description um, or in the podcast notes, wherever you're listening. Uh, click the link to my link tree and there should be a link to Social Blade. And you can just track like your metrics over time in a nice um, kind of like platform because uh, I actually do track like my podcast views and other things like that. I have a spreadsheet that I just use myself. Um, so yeah, I just recommend just keeping track and, uh, making sure that you're staying on track, that you're growing your social media each and every month. And if you're, if you're not, if you're stagnant or if you see the numbers trending down, you know, you can take steps to implement and, you know, the analytics will show you that. So you can kind of change your approach. Um, so we're going to wrap things up. Uh, some of the things we covered in this kind of episode was understanding the different social media platforms. And the reason you want to understand the different platforms is, again, because not every platform has the same um, like guidelines and the same best practices and building a following on different platforms. Um, it's very important to kind of know which ones you want to stay on. Next, we went over building a strong social media profile. And again, you want to make sure that your social media profiles are basically like sales funnels where you, again, like I said, the CTA, the call to action, you want to make sure you have a strong call to action, get them to take the action that you want and get them in your sales funnel. Um, that's what you want to do with your social media profile. And it's so important to have a strong social media profile that you display to other people. Then we also went on to creating engaging content and why you need to focus on like short form video. So short form video, again, it's just that's just the way things are going with TikTok. TikTok really, uh, you know, kind of shook things up a little bit. And uh, yeah, so I think just focusing on short form video and then just consistently putting out quality content, engaging content um, is your best bet. And then building a following. So we recommended how you can build a following. Again, if you want to build a following on Instagram, it's the first link down below my, to my link tree and you'll find my Instagram training. Click the link tree, find the Instagram training, sign up for that, and you'll learn how to build a following in the real estate industry on Instagram. And uh, it'll get you on your way to uh, really making some money and getting some leads through your Instagram profile. And then wrapping things up, we said you have to measure your success and you have to measure how your campaigns are doing, how your marketing efforts are doing. And if you can do that, you will be able to see over time what's working, what's not working, and then you can implement other measures to improve your business over time. So thanks for watching, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in wherever you're at. I hope you're doing well, and I hope to see you in the next podcast.